There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass. I'm making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clint. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up. The glory hole is like a, a like a dick theater. I imagine you're kind of Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, microphone people. Hello. I'm Bradford. And I'm Angela. And we have the gentleman here. Hello, microphone people. Still, I mean, basically, if you listen to last week, this is a continuation. We're still the same night for us. Yeah, yeah. We're just torturing you, you sexy fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we're discussing desire yeah. and our experiences and whatnot. The resort desire, and desire, desire. Oh, right. Why not both? Yeah. Uh, so, when last we heard, you heard us, we had just finished talking about uh, the dungeon night on yes. Life on the Swing Set's takeover. Now... What night was that? Because that was a little bit unclear. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. So we got there on a Saturday. It no, it was half, Tuesday. It was half. No, it was Wednesday. It was halfway really? through the week. Halfway through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? Okay. So what play went down on Dungeon Night? Do you mean sexy play? Sexy play. There was no sexy play. No. It was, it was all just. It was sexy play between Angela and I. Uh, every night we we like we. Tore that like that poor bed is gonna need to go to counseling for the next for the next ten years. The things they did to me. Yeah, the, <laughs> the things it saw us do on it. Yeah. So we did as far as play goes. Let's talk about a few play sessions. Okay. We had um, our first M M M F. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. M's and an F. Three M's and an F. Yeah, uh-huh. which was awesome because yeah. watching Angela have sex with a man. And then, like, like, like the beautiful, sexy succubus that she is, finish with him, hop onto the second guy, finish with him, hop onto me, finish with me, and then immediately go back to guy one because he's now had enough time for a refractory period to be. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. It, if we'd had more time, I'm pretty sure that she would have just kept doing that for the end of time. Yeah. I'm okay. So, with that. Uh, at at what point does that reach? That, that's that's a gangbang status right there, right? No. No, no it's no. not. No. So, in that, my mind, a gangbang is four or five I would or more. Said, yeah, I would say that. I would have said five. five or more. I'm going to Okay, do so a, wait, wait, wait. So, five guys or five more? Five guys, one girl. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick Google search just to see. Define gangbang. Yeah, gangbang. to see what the actual, if there if there is an official number, I'm going to guess. Uh, so, I would have thought, I would have thought three miles. It just says no. a group of people. So we should see. This was one of the things you asked. Some of the things that were going on during the days. Uh, Tristan Terramino did a how to 
facilitate a gangbang. Uh-huh. That was one of her workshops. We did not go to that one. I wish we had. No. Um, so this We needed sleep. Urban Dictionary does say here typically four or more. There you go. Okay. But, well, there was four. Four or more men. No. Four or more men. Damn it, gentlemen. But then the another female. one says three or more, so I don't know. Okay, so it might have been a, it was a mini gangbang. A, a mini gang? A mini gang. <laughs> a mini gang. <laughs> I mean, because how many people is in a gang? That's my thing. Is I feel like you need at least five people, I, and they all need to be doing this. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind when of agree. you're I think, right. I think you yeah, five. Yeah, so... Yeah. yeah, I would have said yeah, definitely. And you have you have to have some sort of colors. You have to have like the sharks or maybe the jets. I don't know. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Da 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 da. Okay. But that was that was a really really fun play session, and that was near the beginning of the week. That was day one, day two. This day two. It was Sunday. Um, but that started things off nicely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it did. Um, do you want to talk about your pet plays? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I, I wish the listeners could see your face. You're like, uh-huh. So, yes. look, we, we'll talk a bit, or we have talked a bit about already on the live podcast. Because mm-hmm. we talked about firsts. When we did live podcast, we talked about firsts. And I don't want to go through all of that again, because we already talked about it. But... I did play with a young lady who I had never had that kind of animalistic connection. So I've helped chemistry with people before, and it's like I've had really strong chemistry with people. But this was literally an animal, like, this was grr, animal fucking kind of sex. Uh Uh-huh. And it was weird. It was different in a situation in that, in the situation in that, uh... I knew Angela and this lady's partner were on the bed with us, but normally I'm a little more connected with Angela, and normally we'll we'll touch each other, we'll make have looks, and that kind of will change. Honestly, we could have been in completely se- separate universes. Like the female and I connected in a way that was purely animalistic. Uh huh. Nice. Which is really rare for yeah. me. Um, we were doing a lot of the nuzzling during sex. There was, a, I'm sure there was a lot of animal. I know I growled a bit. I think she growled a bit. After the sex was done, I said to her, I said, do you do pet play? Because this was actually, I think, the night after the dungeon. Mm-hmm. So right. I was very still much in that animalistic mind. Yeah. And she goes, well, no. Well, occasion- well yeah, occasionally, you know. He, I think we'll, they've talked about we'll it. We'll talk about yeah. it where we feel like he's kind of a wolf and I'm a, bun- a, a, a rabbit and he's hunting me. And it was very much a, like, I can make bunnies growl kind of thing. <laughs> <coughs> so, so, yeah, it was, um, it was really, really good sex. Woof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you were the fox and then she's the bunny. Yeah. Yeah. The, so Fox hunts bunny. Yeah, yeah. The fox hunts the bunny. Yeah. And it was it was very it was unlike any other sex I'd ever had. Like outside so Angela and I will occasionally have that kind of really intense animalistic sex. That never happens with me with a, a non primary partner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh or non consistent partner. So for a first time, it was kind of crazy. Mm. Awesome. Uh, then I had another play with a couple where she was very kitten-esque. Okay. And 
again, I was toying with her and I was very dominant. You would have been so surprised. I found my dominant side. I am clearly, after these two weeks, I'm clearly a switch. I can definitely dom. Uh, and with her, it was fun because she, I had her muling for a good hour. Really? Uh, okay. That one I was, was more aware of what was going on around us. Yeah. Because I would toy with her and I'd focus on Angela and her, this lady's partner. But that was part of the game. That was part of, ignoring her was part of the yeah, fun. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Um, and then finally I had her, I was cradling her in my arms and, and fingering her and with my hands. And I will say that my proudest moment of anything I've ever said after sex came with this lady where I had her at a full orgasm, roll, wonderful rolling orgasm where I'm holding onto her shoulders and she's just writhing. And then when she was done and had just caught her breath, I said, I whispered in her ear, I have something to tell you. She's like, what? What? I went, I'm right-handed. And I'd done all of that with my left hand. And the sound that she made was one of those, like, it, it was, it very much was that. And I was very proud of that. I'm never clever. I'm never sexy. But it's one of those, I'm more goofy sexy than sexy sexy. And it really was one of those that, with me and my dom side, I could very much easily, I very easily become another person, mm-hmm. which was great. Um, <coughs> yeah, and then the last night, um, I think there were a lot of people up around the hot tub area because it was the last night, but we, there were a, a couple of couples that we really liked and, and wanted to spend more time with and get to know better, so we uh, lured those two couples into the playroom off of Lord. the disco, and and we had a, a nice little play session with them. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. It was, and I think just because of who the couples were, it was there was a bit of switching around between partners and yeah. different kinds of play. The wand came out at one point. Um, and, and, yeah, so at one point the wand came out because she had played with it, and then we put a condom on it, and I was playing with it. And I got on the rolling orgasms. This is, sorry, the wand is the... Uh, the Hitachi wand. Oh, uh, yeah, the yeah. Hitachi ones. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, and I got on the rolling orgasms with it, and I know at one point I looked up and I was like, oh. y'all can take this away from me at any point, but I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was that was really nice to, to play with them. Uh, hopefully, if they come back next year, hopefully we'll get a little more time with them. Uh, I think both couples yeah. are coming back next year, which I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah. Um, and that was nice. And it's funny because I know that, you know, I know that there was, I'm going to guess anyway, there was a lot of play probably happening around the hot tub, but I liked that more intimate, just like, you know, let's focus on each other instead of having the... We're not doing a show. Yeah, or, instead yeah. of having all the distractions and whatever, like, I, I liked making that connection a lot more so. And I think that that's one thing that I did not expect going into the two weeks, but it happened, I would say, both weeks in particular. Um, I, I found myself making more emotional and mental connections with people than what I had expected to. Yeah. Um, and I, I started, especially, I guess, after the first week as well, I started craving that more the second week. It was like I wanted to just talk to people and I wanted to get to know them and I wanted to have that connection with them. And to the point that I was having so much fun talking to people that sometimes I'd forget, like, oh, well, 
maybe we could go play. Uh-huh. But at that point, like the, the mental and the emotional stimulation was a lot more important to me than the physical stimulation. And not that we didn't play in and very much had a lovely time, but at the same time, it wasn't like... It wasn't priority. It wasn't like, gotta fuck, gotta fuck, gotta fuck. It was like, mm-hmm. I want to get to know you, and I yeah. want to enjoy my time with you, you know? That, but that just sounds like a real credit to the organizers of the first week um, to almost put everybody in, in that in that in that friendly state of, of wanting to get to know everybody. Yeah. yeah. And, and the openness as well of want, of allowing yourself for others to get to know you for who yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and completely. that for me I think was a, a Just, big step to be that open with complete strangers. I've never seen you I'm as not usually like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. she typically has you know, if not full shields up, she's carrying a um, a, a, a buckler. Uh, and to see her without shields at all was amazing mm. yeah. and refreshing. Yeah. yeah. And then, like you said, to be craving that after the fact as well mm. because you really enjoyed it. That yeah. Was, yeah. 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 So it just sounds like a great But I will say that event, it was different the second week. The second week was different. It yeah. was because, you know, look, the, the resorts themselves are not conducive to buy mails. And so for me, the second week was, I knew, I knew where my place was and my place was not being who I am. If that makes sense. You know, it, it makes sense. It sucks. It's, it sucks. But you know, you very totally. much, yeah, definitely. And you can see, you can see in the, in the people who are there, you can see in the way the resort is set up and the, the, the difference in the, the way the, the people who work at the resort treat you mm-hmm. was different. Uh, right, you know, if you show any kind of bisexuality f- as a man, uh, but yeah, it was the first week was very much a, a sort of a, breath of a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and the staff—they've been doing the takeover there now for seven years, and so the staff very much know what to expect that week, and and from what we've heard from the staff, they very much look forward to that group coming in. So in little things like the staff, we heard the staff say this group drinks more water than any other group that yeah. we ever have. Because you want to be conscious and cognizant, and and, it, and I mean, it's one of those things that you're drinking all day and all night. Yeah. And so yeah. having water and having spacers is super important, not to just get stupid, crazy junk and then pass out and not remember anything and ruin your entire. Because vacation. you want yeah. to remember it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, so to hear the staff say that, yeah. to hear the staff say that this group is the. Is is the happiest group? Yeah, and we heard one of those one of the staff members say that, and it's like that's kind of amazing. Well, it, it sounds like you you make more of a mental connection with your your partner, your play partners, or, or with even just with people who don't in, don't yeah. eventuate to be your play partners. Absolutely, you make more of a mental connection. It was yeah. very much a relationship based swinging. Right. Which is something that I think the three of us, that's what we want. You know, yeah. look, any of the three of us could go out to a bar and find a random hookup, fuck them, and then that's it. Um, but, you know, this wasn't the kind of relationships that we were building. Yeah. We were building, well, for instance, um, leaving, so from the first week, I think I've gained at least 15 friends on Facebook. Right. And I know that Angela has gained these as well. Mm-hmm. And I also know that Angela will only friend you on Facebook if she would allow you into her house. That's a big statement yeah. right there. Yeah. To, to have yeah. these friends, people that we've met in seven days, become 
where that build that rapport yeah. and trust. I would say the vast majority of them, if they asked if they could stay with us, if they came to Sydney, I would say yes. Yeah. I would feel comfortable with them being in the house. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's such a huge statement as to the, the sort of the quality and mental, the mentality of the of the people. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. And also the sex was amazing. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have a lot. We didn't play with a lot of different people. Uh, we could have, yeah. but you were right. We were more focused on the relationship building than the yeah. actual sex. Yeah. So take a quick second away here and let, uh, speaking of, of, of sex, let's go take a break and yeah. we'll come back after a message from somebody. Wait, are we taking a sex break? Yes. <laughs> I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And with our powers combined, we are the Multi-Amory Podcast. If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But if you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then come check out the Multi-Amory Podcast on the Swingset Network at swingset.fm, the Swingset FM Android app, or at multiamory.com. And we're back, was out of breath. <laughs> it was good for me. It was yeah. good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so That's what she said. One thing we haven't talked about, which I think you're going to want to know about, That's what he said. is the phone party. Oh, yeah. The phone party. Yeah. Oh, yes. That sounds great. So the phone yeah. party is something that we didn't think we would enjoy at all. No. In fact, oh, really? In fact, we had set up a date because the phone party was happening in mid-afternoon, and there was a couple that we wanted to play with, and so we had set up a date, and I feel really bad about this, because we are like, oh, we're just going to ch- check out the phone party, because we've never... 10 or 15 minutes yeah, top. because we've never done this before. I don't think we're going to like it, so we'll just be there for a few minutes, and then we'll come back, and then... What we okay? So first of all, let's take a back, backtrack for a moment. What we learned is there's this thing called desire time, where you can be walking from point A to point B. Maybe just go get a drink from the bar. You run into people. You stop and talk to them. What should be a two minute walk ends up being thirty minutes, uh-huh. um, or you may never come back. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> it, it can be that you can tell someone, "Oh yeah, I'll be back in a minute," and you may never be back. It's very much like a horror movie. I'll be right back, and you never see that person again. And so we started referring to it as desire time because it just... And and what's important to remember is that if somebody... If you're expecting somebody to, to, you know, be there to meet you, say, in five minutes or whatever, and they, A, don't show up, or B, it takes them 15 minutes or 30 minutes... It was never a bad thing. It was never like, oh my god, they fucking forgot about me, or I'm not you know, important, or whatever. Yeah, it was. There was an understanding that they got caught. They got the caught up, yeah. and also there's people around. You just talk to somebody else. You make a new situation, and and you know while it may not be, you may have thought that the plan was going to be to do X, and instead you end up doing Y, Z, B, F, 
K. It L-M-N-O-P. Just, yeah, basically uh-huh. you just have to look at it as, you know, not this is a bad thing or this is a lost opportunity, but oh, look, it's an opportunity for something new yeah. or something different because then they may show up and have other people with them or whatever. Yeah. And so I did feel bad this day, though, because it very much turned into a desire time thing where we actually really fucking enjoyed the phone party. And, and honestly, we, we were in there. that fucking pool for two hours Yeah, and, and didn't even realize that time that no, much time And so passed. we didn't make it to our play date and that was the last day and I feel awful so we looked yeah. for them. We we did a cursory look for them. Yeah. We looked for them where we were supposed to look for them, and it was just like, ugh, I yeah. felt bad. But yeah. next year, it happens. Yeah, but then, but they, the phone party. But, but then they might have ended up. I hope so. Yeah, um, I will say he saw us later on in the night and was like, "What happened to you guys?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my god, desire time. I'm so sorry." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but next year, next year, next year for sure. Yeah. Uh, because I really look forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. That would. That's when I want to watch. Like, yeah. grr. Um, yeah, grr. Anyway, we basically what happens when you get two ultra tops in bed? Right. I know, right? Uh, like, it's got either the world is going to explode or we're going to find the 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 Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, supernova, Nirvana, one of those two things. But uh, the this phone party was. Magical. Yeah, it was... I, Surreal. So it, they did yeah. it right. So basically, it's in the swimming pool, and they start spitting out these soap bubbles on top of you. Mm-hmm. And at times, like, I could lift my arms straight up and still not be out of the foam. Yeah. Oh, wow. Somebody had somebody on their shoulders and were just barely out of the foam. But I will say that we had a couple that gave us goggles, because they didn't want to use them. Nice. So we had goggles so uh-huh. we could see if you're in the foam and under the water. Yeah, we looked like fucking dorks but it was great half yeah. the people there had goggles on yeah well we all looked like dorks it was great <laughs> and what's really funny is kissing somebody with a, with goggles on is difficult uh, and basically that's what it ended up being it ended up being like 60 70 people in a in a pool drifting randomly and if you ran into somebody you chatted how are you doing who have you seen and let's make out for a few minutes and then all right bye bye i mean that's basically what happened i will say that what was really nice about that is that this was on the last day so all of these people or i would say most of the people we had had a lot of interactions with Uh so it wasn't like random strangers strangers, that you're bumping into it's people that you've been flirting with or playing with all week and and it's just really it was sexy it was sexy as hell so on day yeah Three, on Tuesday or Wednesday, one of those days, I gave carte blanche, open consent, blanket consent to any male. If they wanted to kiss me, I was happy to kiss them. Anybody. <coughs> then on which meant which that's meant different from, which meant that's that, very different because that meant you didn't have to ask me. Yeah, okay. that's how it's different. But that also meant that every morning when we got up and we went to breakfast outside of our door, there was a line of like fifteen guys. <laughs> Not, me, me. not true. It was more like seven. Uh, it's more like 25. But, you know, that was great because I know for a fact, because three guys told me that I was the first guy that they'd ever kissed. Mm-hmm. Three guys. And it was sweet. And I was like, for me, you know, I think you could be a little trite about it, but I, it was such an honor to yeah. that guys, like, I'm who they pick. Or... Yeah. Or I was available. Either way, I'm hoping it was the first one and not the second one. But it was such an honor to have that opportunity to escort people into a a safe world. Yeah. 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 And to explore and play. Uh, 
And it was awesome because everybody there is a good kisser. I don't quite understand how that works. You take lessons before you get there. Oh, clearly. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that's that's part of the that's part of the chat. I mean, I guess that's why Cooper sends out that thing where you have to make out with your USB port for <laughs> an hour each day. Um, I wasn't really sure why we got that, but everybody that, that was an Etsy kit that was just Cooper's face that you had to put together. And <laughs> everybody was a good kisser. Really bizarre. Uh, but it was such an interesting, like, drifting through people. Mm-hmm. And you would bump into a guy and be like, I want to kiss you. And then you would bump into a lady and go, may I kiss you? And it was like, yeah, this is great. And then, uh, so, after I gave blanket consent to all the men, a couple days later, I gave blanket consent to anybody. Anybody who wanted to kiss me, I was happy to kiss you. Yeah. Uh, and it was really, yeah. for me, it was a great experience. And I kissed more people in a single week than I think I've ever kissed in a that single week. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and to see Angela as comfortable because Angela is not one that kisses like she, she's again a little more reserved and you have to be in that inner circle in order for her to but to see her kiss random people was great well because I think about half the people that kissed Bradford then would turn around and ask to kiss me yeah and not not I would say probably about half and it wasn't everybody so did you feel but, obligated to say yes do you would you have felt comfortable saying yeah uh, no yeah okay I thought so but I wanted to make sure no yeah. It was... What's with only half? I, well, <laughs> after, some people, after they kiss the best, they're like, why do I want... Oh, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've already had the golden goose. Why do we want this chicken? But back to the phone party. Um, yeah, phone party. So what I thought was a lot of fun with the phone party is, like, at first we were kind of in the middle where the phone was being spit out. So you're covered in it, you're, in, you know, inundated in it. Yeah. Um, but then... After a little bit, I did kind of drift towards the edges because as you got closer to the bar, because you know, there's a pool bar down in the like pool level, and so as you got closer to the bar, closer to the other end, um, the foam kind of thinned out a bit, so it wasn't as high, and you could yeah. kind of get away from it a little bit. And I, so I was going over, I think originally to get a drink, and when I came back, I actually found that I liked to be right at the edge of the foam where you can kind of back up into it and you know surround yourself with like a little pillow, uh-huh. cloudy, foamy yeah. stuff. But you could also then kind of get out of it a bit if you wanted to talk to somebody. Yeah. And so I liked kind of being at that edge of it there. Um, but it really was lovely just sitting back as well, watching people and watching people kind of move through the foam and in and out. And, and it was just like this little web of, did, I don't... It, it seems to me like, yeah. did, did people just sort of disappear? And yes. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. seen, the, was, have you ever yeah. seen the old horror movie by John Carpenter, The Fog? It's basically The Fog, yeah, only right. sexy yeah. fog. Yeah. So it's basically sexy fog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it that, was. It was that, actually that would be an interesting dynamic as well because if, like people there with their partners, uh, with with permission to explore and go and do what they want to do, mm. that's really just bumping into someone and there you are. And yes, it's, it's let's take this moment. We've got this moment. Well, I will say that at one point I got out of the pool to go to the restroom or something, and I was trying to tell him that I was going to be back so that. I, he wouldn't worry not that I thought he would but still I was trying to find him and I was kind of looking around I couldn't find him anywhere and somebody was like are you somebody in the pool we had one of our friends they were like are you okay like because they could see you searching around yeah. yeah and I was like no I, I'm fine I was like I was just you know I was like it, it doesn't matter and I walked off I was like fuck it I don't care <laughs> I, was, I was in the phone making out with people <laughs> fuck it I gotta pee and I will say that's rare for both of us to because most of the time over the two weeks we spent 95% of our time together yeah 
And that was one of the rare moments where we split up Mm -hmm. and both of us felt comfortable just sort of roaming through the crowd. It it sounds like um, uh, many of the couples, that was a perfect opportunity to split up and have your little... And individual was, adventuring then yeah. come back very much very yeah. much and it was lovely because i actually spent a fair bit of the foam party time um in close vicinity to one of our listeners there's one of the couples and she we flirted with her all week never had a chance to play with them at all um Lots of hot tubs times and things with them. And she, we were rubbing up against each other in the foam party. Like, because you have that soft, soapy foam in the water. And, yeah, and there was lots of rubbing up against each other in that one. That was lovely. Um, Yeah, she's she's on my list next year. She's so sweet. Looking at you, Canada, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, she's both her and her partner are both. He's on my list as well. But um, I think we just kind of, some of it was a little bit intentional, but during the fun party, I think we just kind of were in, because she was like me and that she wanted to be towards the edge of it more so. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure they know who they are, but I want to make sure that they know that my favorite, <laughs> my favorite season is fall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love to drink my bourbon. Mm-hmm. So, looking at you, fall bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. <clears throat> she had a huge... Tracks of land. Anyway, um, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And one of the so one of the couples, the fellow, when I kissed him, he was like, "It was it was adorable." Because he comes up to me and he goes, "I want to kiss you." I went, "Oh, okay." He goes, "Can I do that?" I was like, "Yes." And then he's sort of looking at his partner, making sure that she's looking uh, so okay. that we kiss. Uh-huh. And then he goes. That was the first time I ever did that. I was like, well, it didn't feel like it. And she was like, okay, I am saving that. I am putting it in storage and I'm backing it up right now. <laughs> in the spank bank. It was awesome. It was so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Mm. Woof. Anyway. Right. What other questions you got? Oh, geez. Um, so we're still so, in the first week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, so that was the, so that, that, that was the last first night week. of the first yeah. week. That yeah. was the last day, yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. So, if we move on to the second week then now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, getting to the second resort, I will say that my mindset was in a different place. Mm-hmm. I expected it to be different. Uh-huh. I, ex- I didn't expect it to be as open and accepting. Uh, I wasn't disappointed, but I will say going to the second resort, I had my shields up like full mm-hmm. and photons mm-hmm. on kill. Yeah. Phasers yeah. on stun. Four-ton torpedoes yeah. loaded. Anyway, um, I, I was very much more cautious going into the second week than I was in the first week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting because we're both still, we were still kind of riding the high from the first week. And and hoping that the second week would be like that, but also knowing at the same time it wasn't going to be. It just, yeah. it just it, wasn't. It, it, was, it, was, it, it was going to be yeah. good, but a different kind mm-hmm. of good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, so, so you show up to the second resort. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what day was this? This was a, Saturday. Saturday. This was a Saturday, okay. Yeah. Um, and again, did they have a, a, a welcoming yep, kind so, of night? Yeah, they did that the second night, I think? No, the first night. Was it the first night? Yeah. Okay. They got everybody. A Saturday. There. You're right, it was Saturday. Yeah, they got but, everybody. But the, the takeover was considerably less low. It wasn't like, a takeover. The first, the first it was almost 90% yeah. of... This one was... It, 
70%. I would have said 75, yeah. I yeah. don't know what percentage, to be know. honest. Is it a nudist resort normally? Yeah. It's a yeah, nudist slash swinger resort. Both of them are. Right. Yes. Both of them are. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the difference as well, though, with the second week is that at the swing set takeover, they allow gay couples, lesbian couples, and triads. Uh-huh. Um, whereas at Pearl and every other time of the week at Riviera Maya, it's only couples, male, strictly female couples. couples. Yeah. Male, uh, female. Strictly heterosexual couples. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, you know, you look at the activities they have planned, and it's very clear. It's, uh-huh. It is very... Well, like you were saying before with um, the dress code for some yeah. of the, yeah. the, the nights out. It's extremely heteronormative. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, which is not a fault to either the, the people who were part of the takeover the second week. We got a thing or, or swinging down under. It is, this is a flaw of yeah. the resort. And yeah. it's a flaw. Uh, and I would say it's a flaw of all resorts because they're all like that. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, somebody's got to change. Yeah. Somebody's got to make the start. So, uh, it was, uh, it wasn't, immediately it was a sort of a different mentality. We were both, I think, shields up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our room, which was a lovely room. Yeah. Actually, a better room it, than at the first one. It was a bigger room, yeah. Much bigger room. Uh, then we went to get lunch, and when we we sat down, and honestly, I wasn't looking for anybody. No, it, it's funny how you go to a place like that, and you you even knowing that you're going to see people that you know, you're not looking for them. No, right. Uh, so we get to lunch, we sit down, and we're chatting, and then we look over, and at the table behind us was C and D from Swinging Down Under, and Mr. and Mrs. H from the uh, the Bed Hoppers, and, two and then couples. two other couples who right. we didn't know. Uh, immediately, the six of us jump up. We hug because we hadn't seen C and D since the wedding. It was wonderful to see them. And then the bed hoppers we've been talking to for the last past four months, five months. Yeah, probably. and we speak to them honestly. I would say at least every other day, uh-huh. mm-hmm. if not every day. There's at least some sort of communication. We were doing video chats. I would say every other weekend we would yeah. Skype. For hours. Yeah, so it was a well-anticipated event yeah. Absolutely. to meet. Yeah. Uh, meeting them was probably a highlight of the yeah. two weeks as well. I would agree. Uh, he is basically British Bradford. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he was... Or so he's devastatingly handsome. He is devastatingly <laughs> handsome and tragically straight. <laughs> I have always wanted to have Aww. sex with myself. I know, right? He is so sweet and, and funny and smart and kind. And she is exactly oh, the same. Yeah. Yeah. She's sexy and sensual and delightfully British. <laughs> um, very posh. Uh, and it was just so much fun to talk to them and connect to them. And they were people that... The moment we met them, it literally felt like we had known them forever. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, they, it was so wonderful to meet them. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, spoiler alert, the sex was fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Even though you couldn't fuck yourself. But. Even though I couldn't fuck myself. <laughs> I watched myself fucking Angela, <laughs> and I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh yeah, actually, we didn't even talk about the sex the week before with Cooper. No. Oh no. We, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, just we'll 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 yeah. talk about it more at a later time. But uh, let's just say we played farmer and he plowed me till the cows came home. Anyway. 
Cal's one of the only things that came home. Yeah, I was moving. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we met them. We, yeah, the whole week was, it was great. It was really a lot of fun. It was a lot more chill. We spent a lot more yeah. time in the pool. Uh-huh. On the pool beds, just relaxing. And one of the things yeah. I did like about Pearl over RM was that they have a quiet side of the pool. Yeah. And they have the loud, crazy DJ side of the pool. Yeah. Right. And if the pool is big enough that when you're on one side, the other doesn't really affect you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time at the quiet side yeah. within the beds. We shared a bed with the bed hoppers, I think, three Did or four Did you feel days. like you needed that because you exerted totally. yourself so much yeah. in the first week? Totally. Yeah. yeah. And it was lovely because there were some other people that kind of hung out at the quiet end of the pool. And, I mean, just really, really made some lovely connections with people and... I mean, ultimately, people I would have liked to have played with, but at that point, I just didn't feel that I had to. Yeah. And so I was, I was not in the mindset to make the first move, which is probably unfortunate because I don't know that they are necessarily people to make the first move right. either. Um, but you know, if we see them again in the future, it's yeah. the, I'd say the groundwork is there. Well, so, would you say that there but, was the same excitement that that uh, that you two experienced arriving? No. The first week. In mm-hmm. couples arriving no. the second week? No. Because there was, obviously there would have been couples there that weren't attending the first week. Yeah. Yeah. And we were the only ones that did both. Yeah. And so oh, okay, the right. excitement level wasn't the same. Uh-huh. So people were excited to be there, yeah. but they weren't like... Ecstatic and over the moon. And- it wasn't a situation where... Look, and I don't... This is not a detriment to either group, but I think this is a fact of the way it is. The group in week one, we were all used to being misfits. In the group in week two, the only thing that was really, in this case, misfit about them was that they were non-monogamous. Right. And so, in the real world, they can still be, they can put on their masks, and they very easily become it's, passable. It's, they look like everybody else. Yeah, it's it's not as, uh, well, I don't know, but it's, it's not as much as a, of a burden to carry it's not yeah you know it's it's, yeah it's not a full face mask exactly whereas whereas you know the people in the first week with their different sexualities or different kinks or different queerness need to hide that more in their day-to-day lives whereas or feel like you they feel like you do i I mean like you i hate that yeah i hate that we say you need to but i sort of agree with that in order to in order to succeed in the real world you have to conform to the real world yeah and i think the people in the second week are much easier to conform than the people in the first week and some of that's by design and by choice because you look at like hair color alone Mm -hmm. and the second week i think i saw Two people that had non there were plenty of people that had non standard hair colors, like me, like dyed. what they were born with, yeah. they were dyed. But two people that were either blues or purples or pinks. Right. No. <clears throat> Whereas the first week, there was a lot of people that had non standard hair colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and part of that is self inflicted. But again, that's part of being who you are and trying to express yourself in a way that you feel safe and comfortable in yeah. doing. Yeah. I, I still, it's just like, it's harder for the week one to conform to normal societal rules than it is for week two. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not it's, a, I mean, it's it sucks that any of us have to try to conform. Mm-hmm. It's funny, really, because it's almost as if it's a, a self-fulfilling prophecy for the for the first week. If people come in and dye their hair color or what they want, and, uh, that makes everybody else around them feel like they're able to 
yeah, express let, themselves. express themselves, mm-hmm. let themselves go. Whereas, which we did learn if it's that it's a more heteronormative mm-hmm. um, crowd, then that's what's expected of you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of hide any any other trait that you may have. And, and we did learn that in the second form. week. You know, we, you know, and I'm guilty of it as much as anybody else of judging people before you actually know them, and assuming that that the second week was going to be a, of a certain type. I assumed that. And then on the third to the last day, the second to the last day, we were lucky enough because of uh, C&D's work, uh, host a BDSM intro to BDSM workshop. We had 13 couples come yeah. to that. So there was another couple in us that kind of helped yeah. together. Right. Yeah. And that was epic. It was amazing to have that, to, to allow the kink community to... To come into this to this takeover, uh, and for people to experience it because there of, were people that in that group that liked BDSM play and that kind of thing, uh, a much smaller group, but there were people there and and people that that traveled with their own implements and toys, um, and willing to you know show them to people and that so we did kind of the intro workshop type thing. Um, so people could could see what it's like, and and you know there were people that had never really done anything that came along to get information and just see that. what it's yeah, like. If, yeah, if just yeah. curiosity. You know, yeah, just, absolutely. There was one couple that specifically said to us, "We've never done anything like this. We wanted to. We want to understand more about it. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. why we came." Yeah. yeah. And they really, I, th- I think they got something from yeah. it, which and was great. There were couples that have dabbled in it a little bit, but again, wanted more information, wanted to see a bit more. And so you kind of got all into the spectrum, and it was really nice. But it again, it, it's just it's a little bit smaller crowd, but it's definitely there. Yeah. And it, it just goes to show that. It, you know, it's, it's everywhere. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not, you know. And, that, and that's something that, you know, I think that we could have learned from going mm-hmm. b- into it with uh, the headspace that, look, we're used to being the freaks and geeks, but everybody's got a little bit of that in mm-hmm. them. You know, yeah. everybody's got a bit of that funkiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every group, yeah. I should say. Yeah, yeah. So... The but the second week was a lot more chill and chillax. It we, was. We even took an afternoon and played Mario Party. Yeah, with the so bed hoppers. We hold. We up brought our Nintendo Mario Party. Yeah, on the Nintendo on Switch. The Switch. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we we had some a lot of sexy times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played video games. It was yeah. It was a lot more chillax. It uh, was, but I think at that point we needed the time to come down a bit before heading back to the real world. And, and so we kind of purposefully went into the week thinking that that week would be a bit more chill. Um, and I think that was partially by design and then partially just... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, there weren't as many daytime activities, which gave us more time to relax by the pool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just sheer quantity of numbers. Mm-hmm. Was there more first week to compared to second week? Like people, like number of people in general? Number of people in general, yes. There were more people the first week than there was the second week. Yeah. But that's because it's a larger resort. Okay. And I will say that it's something I hadn't thought about till just now, and I'm not sure that I really paid attention the second week, partially because it is a bit more spread out the resort in general um but the first week because it was mostly a swing set takeover you know 90 percent of the rooms i think or something like that were full from swing setters but there were people at the resort that were not part of the group and there was a couple on our transfer bus from the airport that was not part of the swing set group and we were of course talking to them on the way from the airport we saw them throughout the week but those people were very much welcomed into the group and they were very much you know if you want to be a part of our group if you want to socialize and talk Come to us absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's not an exclusionary like you're not part of our group we're not going to talk to you and so it was very open and some people some of those who weren't didn't come with the swing set um group some did come in and talk and were very social and and got along very well some didn't but that's up to them whether they wanted to yeah. socialize or yeah. not um, but I even know, like, the last night, one of the other guys, uh, we were in the hot tub, and I don't know, Bradford was over with his partner and other people talking, and he and I were kind of sitting there cuddling and whatever, and this really hot couple walks up the stairs, and you could tell it was, like, their first night. They'd just gotten there. And so they walk up the stairs, and they kind of saw all the people in the hot tub, because this was hot tub happy hour. Right. And they kind of stopped and looked around, and you could see that moment of, holy shit, on their faces. So I caught her eye, and I waved. And so, you know, you could see kind of that, like, half second of, uh, okay. And they went and put their stuff in a little cubby, got in the hot tub. Eventually, they kind of started making their way to the bar. So the guy that I was with caught her eye or his eye, whatever, one of them's eye, waved them over. So they came over and were talking to us. And we invited them to dinner. They came and joined our group at dinner. And it was just one of those things. It's like, you know, because it just doesn't matter. Like, anybody can... Can can join and it's it's you know, just people, but I don't know the second week if there was as much intermingling of podcast people or non podcast people. My guess would be yes. My guess would be yes, but I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, I, really I didn't know. pay attention to it to yeah. be honest because you know we never asked anybody if they Mm-mm. were with and, the podcast group. And we after, just talked. Yeah, and after a while, the necklaces come off because you forget to put them on yeah. or whatever. But yeah, we just talked to people because it, it doesn't matter, right? You know. But I will say one thing I did like about so the, both groups had necklaces. Mm-hmm. One right. thing I really liked about the swing set group was they the extrovert and introvert. Mm-hmm. And because, like Angela said, you knew looking at somebody whether they were comfortable coming to you or whether you, or need you to needed to go to them yeah i even joked at one point i was like this is the most ex- extroverted group of introverts i've ever seen <laughs> because you would start talking to somebody who's an introvert air quotes and they would just like it's like the conversation yeah blah, blah, blah. well yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I, I, I suppose uh just thinking about but, my own personality I, I would probably put introvert because i'm i don't think i'm very good at starting the conversation but God, once, once we I'm, get you going, once, you don't shut yeah, up. Well, that's exactly right. Once I start going, I, yeah, you can't shut me up. But I think another key thing to remember about extroverts and introverts is that 
introverts, it's not necessarily they don't want to talk, it's that it takes more out of them, so they need more maybe time to themselves or more chill time to recover or whatever, whereas extroverts feed on that. And yeah. and so it may be, you know, if somebody had was more of an introvert, maybe they just need a little more time if they're, you know, just kind of sitting to the side or getting a glass, getting a drink, maybe they just need that moment to themselves. So it's not necessarily they don't want to talk, but it's, it is who starts the conversation and yeah. if they're alone, is that could be an okay thing. So uh, for the second week, mm-hmm. were there any kind of... Um, uh, intermingling games that were, that were happening to, to uh, encourage so both, couples to, you know, interact? Or? So both weeks, they um, started off at near the beginning of the week with a speed dating. Um, right. We did talk about this and we did a crossover episode. I'm not sure what order everything's going to come out in, so it may have already or may not have, but we talk about this in the crossover episode with the bedhoppers. Is that speed dating as individuals? Or well, we're going to talk about that. Right. So uh, basically what happened the first week was the speed dating, and of course it's completely opt-in. You don't have to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but the first week with the swing set week, they did it as couples. And so you, they basically had an inner circle of people that were returning swing setters. Because this was also the largest group of newbies that they've had. 52% were newbie. Yeah. Wow, okay. And so they had um, returning swing set people on the inside circle, new people on the outside circle. But you went around as a couple and you met couples. Uh-huh. Which... W- was or, or triads in the event of the triads, but you, yep. in, but yeah, so you went around like that, and I think as your group, yeah, yeah. but I think that was genius and lovely, and because you're you know we're doing this as a couple, we're going into this together, yeah. and we're meeting and couples. You're kind of taking your safe space with you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So straight away you. Well, so there's a lot of benefits to that too, yeah. because look, I know what kind of man Angela's interested in, but I don't know what kind of chemistry she might have with potential partners. Same with women. You know, mm-hmm. she. I don't know what kind of potential chemistry she might have with somebody. So we've we've talked about this on the podcast before, where guys that I would have thought you have no interest in interest in ever, you're like, oh my god, you've got to yeah. meet this guy. And I meet him, and I'm like, when I first meet him, I'm like, I do not see this. Yeah. Uh-huh. But after talking to him for a while, I get it. You get it, yeah. yeah. But. So yeah. the first week it was couples, and the second week, admittedly, they did two sort of meet speed datings, um, and we didn't go to the first one, but we did go to the second one. But the first one was set up the same way. Both of them were set up similarly, yeah. where you have the men or one sex stays put, the other gender moves around. Right. Yeah, and I so basically you're split up then as a couple. Um, and in our case, we were even on opposite sides of the circle. Well, I guess because one's moving anyway, but he started off on the opposite side of the circle. Never made it around to me. Um, but it was, it, you're, you're split up from your partner already. Um, and so what I found immediately was, and I was just, I kind of went into it like, I don't really like the fact that we're split up because I feel a lot more vulnerable. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I feel like if I feel vulnerable, because I'm, typically a stronger person, then I know that a lot of other people are feeling vulnerable as well. Um, or a lot of other women, anyway. Would Probably so, guys, yeah. too. Because I oh. talked to a lot of guys who yeah. felt very vulnerable. Uh-huh. And we overheard um, a lot of conversations saying they didn't like it. No. The setup. The setup. We heard a lot of people say they did, but, you know... We heard a lot, and, yeah. And in, it, it, it sounds more um, uh, set towards the extrovert kind of side. It is, it, very much. It yeah. is. And, and I will say, in defense of them... This, this the swing set has done this for seven years, yeah. and everybody is saying this is the best you guys have ever done for this. Right, right. and this was only their second year of doing it right. at DP twenty eighteen. 
But I also think, like, one of the things that really bothered me was, and, and I won't go too far into it because we do talk about this on the crossover episode, but the because you're split up from your partner, like, guys would come up to me, and the first two guys came up to me and went in for a full-on patch on the lips. People I've never met before, haven't seen them before, don't know anything, don't, you, you're just some random guy. And, yeah. and yeah. so I would turn my head and made him kiss my cheek, but after that, after two guys in a row did that, the first two, I started sticking my hand out to shake their hand, which feels dumb, but at the same time, it was a physical barrier of you're not coming closer, because uh-huh. so almost every guy would try to come in and like kiss you, and I'm just like, no, like I'm not ready for that. And there was no consent, there was no discussion, it was just like, it was assumed. Yeah. And and some people would like grab the arms or try to grab me around the waist or whatever, and I'm backing away from them, in the, we're in the pool uh-huh. as well, so this is all right. in the pool. Oh, so it's speed dating in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. So, you're, again, that adds to the vulnerability. You're yeah. nude. Yeah. The speed dating, the first week, we were in a... In a, in a um, I like don't the, think I would have the, the balls... I didn't like to it. ...to do speed no. dating to just passionate lips if I just met... Uh, and, you know, at least the, the, anybody, the first week man, we were all man, clothed... I, I wouldn't have the balls to do that. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, it made me uncomfortable. The second... You know, it's just... It's not well, the way I like to play. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. balls will... Uh, it's... it's yeah, lack of consent or respect to... I would say respect, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was... To assume that it's all right to do that to you. And, uh, and yeah. that's, that's, that's... I don't know if that was the case, but the what the feel I got was, you're at a you're at this resort, you're going to be okay with this. Mm-hmm. And I felt that from the ladies as well. The, yeah, guys felt it from the ladies, women felt it from the men. It was just, it was both ways. Right. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but I also felt that I would say in the hot tub as well, because there would be people in the hot tub that would just come up and start groping, and was like, "Wait, wait a minute! Like I've not ever said a word to you. I've never seen you before." And yeah, and it's yeah. Just, yeah, it was weird. And not everybody did. You know, there, no. was, there were a lot of people that it, did ask, yeah. "May I hug you? May I touch you? Whatever, that's okay." But there was a lot more of that assumed consent at the second week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's that. Well, you're here. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Uh, that's. But that's not. Yeah. That's not consent. You know, just because you're there. It's interesting, and I'm going to give you know a touch just a bit more on consent because we did talk about this on yeah. the podcast yeah. we did with the bed hoppers. Um, the first week after giving blanket consent to all guys to kiss me, one guy in particular, I, I know we kissed four times after four or five times after that. Every time he came up to me and said, "May I kiss you." Every single time. So it's not that it goes back to consent is individual. And each time it happens, you have to get consent. You should get consent for it. It's something that can be revoked at any time. Exactly. And it's something that you should continually be asking for. May I do this? Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's just a level of respect. Well, the first week was very much the level. For you as an individual, just to say, I know you've already said blanket statement and anyone can kiss you. But for me to feel comfortable, I want to know that... that Which was lovely. And it was such... That's what I wanted from the experience, is to have that safety and comfort, to know that... Because when somebody asks you for consent, it's also a reminder to you that you can revoke consent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's what's important about that, is that we assume that asking for consent is... You know, oh my God, he's asking for consent again. But it's a... You're reminding me that at any point, I can say... No, not right now. Whereas if you don't ask consent, that also removes your ability to revoke consent. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it is true, because I'm sure that if at the second week, if anybody said, no, I'm not comfortable with that, mm-hmm. they would have stopped completely. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when consent isn't asked for, you assume that I can't 
say no. So yeah. you might be quiet and just go along with it. And then yeah. feel a little dirty And then later. feel bad about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was my big issue with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to fix that. Yeah. You know, is that a community thing? Is that something that we could have done a workshop on consent? Well, fuck, how many people would have come to a workshop on consent? Yeah. You know, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. But it was something that was very much aware. I, I was very much aware of it. Yeah. And it, and, and I would say that for me as well, um, because that happened at the very beginning, you know, that speed dating was at the beginning of the week, that immediately then my shields were up. Probably, unfortunately so, for the rest of the week, my shields were up immediately when I would go up to people. Is I wasn't... Well, because I wasn't that set as, your expectation as yeah, well. Yeah. Because I wasn't as... Like the, the first week, I would just go up to any group and it was just... You know, hey, blah, 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 whatever, start talking to people. Whereas this week I was, you know, still go up and talk to people, but it was just that extra step, half step back or extra bit reserved. And, and again, I was just a lot more cognizant of what are they going to do? Are they going to try and touch me? Are they not? Or, you know, and even, you know, most people aren't, but still, like, if you're going to do that in the pool, when I very first meet you, when we're kind of vulnerable, naked away from our partners, like, what are you going to do another time? I got touched a lot more. Because I, 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 both weeks I wore very little clothing for yeah. the costumes. I got touched a lot more without people asking me mm-hmm. uh, the second week than the first week. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I do remember a couple of times I was wearing the jock straps. Yep. And people asked if they could spank me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's funny that everybody asked Angela, not me. Right. Uh, and then both times Angela was like, uh, you can ask him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And, and they would hit me, and I was like, all right, this is cool. This is fine. Uh, but it is interesting how... Just the dynamic was different. It yeah. just it ends up... The, the second week was just more vanilla. Even the, the assumed dynamic between the two of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. To, to walk up and ask Angela, can I smack, can I smack him? Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that I probably should save for a full podcast, but there is this assumption that in the swinger community that the women have all the power that it's the only community in which women have all the power and that is fucking bullshit uh because the second you give any gender power you taking power away from the other gender and it was it's very clear that this second week had that mentality the women have all the power the women decide who we fuck yep uh, the the women are in control of their partners because their partners are either you know too shy, uh, unable to make a decision, or that's just the mentality of the of the swinger world is yeah. that the women are in control, and I fucking hate that. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's not the mentality that I have. Angela and I go into these things as full partners. Mm-hmm. You know, either one of us can veto it, either one of us can yeah. push it forwards, and it's it was very clear. That the people in charge, because you look at desire, the dress codes and the themes are yeah. for the women. The men are just there. Yeah. So the women get dolled up. They're the eye candy. They sell the product. Yeah. And the men just go along with whatever yeah. the women are selling. And I, it's just, it's a bad mentality for swingers. And it's something that I think we really need to fix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, one, one of the theme nights was, uh, was it the short red dress or something? Little yeah, red dress. Little red, little red dress. dress. And then the men just wore basically suits with red ties. Or, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, no. Yeah. The, the, I mean, basically, for the, most there, of the nights, the men's the men's uh, suggestion was just try. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, I will yeah. say, Just, we saw some amazing costumes. Oh, we did, uh, yeah. Uh, Nautical yeah. Night, somebody came as fucking Gilligan. Yes. Oh, really? That was, that was that the was second genius. week. genius. That was Three fucking genius. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Awesome. Hilarious. Yeah. That yeah. was such a so well-done costume. Yeah. On um, Western Night, the mm-hmm. Cowboy Night, um, number one, <coughs> one of the guys came as a... Um, like a saloon owner mm-hmm. and he had pockets that I think had condoms and lube yeah. and he had the little mustache like oh, he nice belonged behind a bar in a yeah. saloon. We also saw at least four costumes that were Native Americans. God damn it, people, if you haven't figured it out by now, fucking dressing up as a Native American is not okay. It's insensitive. It's insensitive. It's fucking racist. Why don't you just come oh in goddamn God. blackface? Like, I mean, yeah, I was about to say that. Like, like shut up in blackface. And seeing these people and with glow war paint <clears throat> was appalling. <laughs> oh my God. And honestly, I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I'm not seeing this correctly. I'm singing something that's uh, not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. That's my advice to anybody. If it's if you're dressing up as another culture or race, don't do it. <laughs> Hashtag not cool. <coughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah. But some of the costumes were really well done. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and you could tell the guys that really wanted to dress up. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, because they the made Ghostbusters. The the one dude was a Ghostbuster yeah. with a full inflatable Ghostbuster backpack. It was oh, fantastic. Wow. Yeah. That was uniform yeah. night, uh-huh. which Love it. This is the, also the same fella that came in on the first night, which yes. was, uh, so it was supposed to be lingerie, or for some reason there was a second one, they, which was they like had superheroes. A, they had, uh, so the typical, like, because it's the same themes every week, so the typical one for Saturday is like lace and lingerie, but they do have random special themes, and right. so that particular night was also uh, superheroes and villains. So right. you could do either or. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I and, and he was that's fucking Princess basic. Leia. I, I don't, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I, I know that sounds like a kind of basic but idea, you for it, yeah, it, but you could do a lot with it. Yeah. He was and, fucking and Princess Leia. Could, Princess Leia, so that's perfect. It was great. Yeah. He, had a, a, he was wearing just an apron, nothing else, <laughs> yeah. and he had uh, the earmuff, <laughs> like, like hair, hair earmuffs. Buns, yeah. Buns. Yeah. It was yeah. great. So some of the guys really took it and, and ran with it, which... It was awesome to see. Yeah, but see, you know, it's it's the, the those are the people that I would gravitate towards. And we so did. That's, and we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we did. Uh, the the ones that really dressed up and really kind of tried. That's those are who we wanted to talk to. Yeah. those are those are our yeah. people. Uh, so yeah, we did meet also um, our naughty escapades. Yes, Ben and Jen. Ben and Jen from our naughty escapades, the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. loved talking to them. Yes. They were so much fun. Uh, yeah. he's a hoot. Uh, I'm going to call him out because he doesn't fucking try when it comes to dressing up. But he's <laughs> he's just cute enough that it's okay. Uh, and he's got one of those smiles that yeah. lights up a room. It was great. Yeah. It, it is interesting because I would say over both of the weeks, so while they both had very different feels to them, we had an, a great time both weeks. Yes, um, it was absolutely. Just, it was just a different kind of fun, I would say, yeah. two different weeks. But overall, we met some of the most amazing people just... I mean, all different walks of life, all different interests, and and just made some really great, lovely connections. Um, Unfortunately, it's one of those things that it sounds like, you know, a week is a long time to be at a resort. You have seven days. But we ran out of time to talk to everybody we wanted to talk to, to play with everybody we wanted to play with, to do all this stuff. It just, it wasn't enough time. And I will say, that's that's something that next year I want to change. Yeah. It's because I wasn't thinking about playing with people either week until about day four 
five. Yeah. Right. And at that point, you've got day five, night, night five, and night six. Because yeah. day seven, you leave. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. I think the, next year, we'll be a little more cognizant to get things rolling sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was something that there, I missed playing with a few people because yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't in the mentality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and for us, playtime, I don't like playing at three in the morning. No. I, you know, and that's after a hot tub. I don't want to leave the hot tub and then go play. I want to leave the hot tub and go to bed. Yeah. I want to play mid-afternoon is like between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. And is we, my ideal sex time. And we did have some morning escapades. We had some daytime play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did shy away from the nighttime except for the last night, week one, when we did the in the disco. But the that was orgy. That yeah. was before hot tub time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the play the first day with Cooper? If you want to. Yeah. We don't have to. No, we can't. Absolutely. Because we also have the demo that we did. Oh, yeah, we did. You talk about that. Oh, uh, my God. What the, what's the demo? So uh, so Cooper's partner, Ophelia, uh, was... Uh, she was not able to, uh, to do the pegging demo. Right. So she asked Angela as the resident... You know, after Ophelia pegging expert, if she would, uh, if she would mind pegging Cooper doing the demonstration, because they did a, they did a, an intro to anal play in pegging, and so Angela did, which ended up being one of the hottest things, I think many of us in that room had ever seen was Angela pegging Cooper for a good thirty minutes. <laughs> well, it was funny because up to- <laughs> I started swaying in my seat. <laughs> Um, and a big old grin on your face. But it, it's, it was interesting because, like, at that point, you know, I've never never played with Cooper in any kind of anal play or pegging or anything like that. Um, I mean, really just met him, like, the day before or something like that. Yeah, I mean, but two you days had before, sex with him, I'm just saying. Well, had, yeah, not, not anal sex. Um, and so... <laughs> I'm just making it very clear. You're acting like you never liked seeing him naked. Well, like, but, yeah, but, but not I had, anal sex. It's different. Yeah, it's different. And so it was... It's harder. So it's one of those things that I've pegged Bradford in front of people before for, like, the SEITC classes. Um, it's a smaller class, because I think there were probably, what, 30, 40 people at this. I would have said 50 or 60. It was okay. a bunch of fucking There people. were a lot of people. Started out with 30 or 40, and that was 50 to 60. People were calling their friends. <laughs> but it you got to see this shit. Yeah. Get down here. People were flying in just to see it. But it was a lot of people. And, and I, know that, I know that I was, uh, I'm going to say a little, I don't know how else to say it, but a little anxious. Because this is the first time I've pegged this Stage person. Fright. This is the first time I've, I've done any kind of anal play with this person and pegged this person in front of these people. And it is always one of those things like, you know, what if something goes wrong? Yeah. Or what if we just can't get the right groove or whatever? And, and But again, if that happens, that happens because it can happen in real life. So it's also a learning experience for people if things go wrong. But that's not the impression I want to leave them with. I want to leave yeah. them with a good impression. Yeah. And, and I mean, it worked out. Everything was well, great. I was going to say, it after was, 30 minutes, I'm sure yeah. I had a decent impression of what it was, was going fine. on. Yeah, it yeah. was fine. It, it was good. It was fun. I will say, um, I have this undying image in my head of you fucking Cooper with him on his back. And because there was a light, like, because it was in the disco, oh, yeah. and they had these lights, these bright lights right. shining down on him, he was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Sort of like oh this, my god! It was like the surreal nineteen nineties pegging. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It was fun though. I enjoyed it. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. The only thing that was a little odd for me was that um, at the same time that I was doing that behind me, there was another scene where Tristan Terramino was doing anal play on a partner, 
And, but she was doing, you know, a lot of talk and this kind of thing throughout hers. So normally when I'm pegging, I do a lot of dirty talk and I'm very oh, well, I, was, I was about to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. Verbal. And yeah, so didn't. I, could, I didn't feel like I could because I didn't want to take away from what was going on behind yeah, me. Okay. So there was a little bit that snuck out here and there. but I she was, can't control herself. But I was yeah. a lot more cognizant to try and keep my mouth shut because so, I didn't want to take away. Right. Uh, Ophelia was going back and forth between... Angela and Cooper and Tristan and her partner with a microphone with a microphone like and somebody said later it was like watching Iron Chef where the secret <laughs> ingredient was anal <laughs> which Szechuan yeah. Szechuan anal which whatever hearing that I was like that's exactly what it was like because it was like oh, so what are you doing here and it was like oh I'm pegging him awesome how was that <laughs> yeah. and like what are you doing over here and like Tristan had this butt plug oh my god that had a tuning fork on the end of it a tuning fork. Tuning fork, yeah. So it was a solid metal butt plug where oh. the end of the butt plug was a tuning fork. Wow. And I love the look on the gentleman's face right now. That he's just... So, and she would whack the tuning fork. Like, and like he could feel it vibrating oh, inside of him. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of epic. Epic. And somebody's like, I think that's a G. <laughs> a G shot. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Um, it was pretty amazing. That that whole situation was amazing. The the first week as well, we did two nights of karaoke. Uh, Cooper and I sang uh, "Suddenly Seymour." Ah, uh, yes. Which okay. I, I don't know if you listened to that. I posted it on Twitter. Uh, it was he sang Seymour's part. I sang Audrey's part. It was kind of amazing. Uh, <laughs> and then the second night, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but. I will. I don't like to brag, and I won't, because I don't have to. Um, but then there was uh, so Dylan, also from Life on the Swing Set. He uh, had said, "Look, we we can have the disco to do another uh, karaoke, but I don't have the energy, the emotional energy, to host another karaoke night." He goes, "So if we're going to do it, would you mind doing it to me?" So. I did it, and I hosted mm-hmm. karaoke, which was again one of the highlights of the week. Just like it was very much a very uh, a situation where I was like, anything that somebody said to me, I was like, yes, let's do this. And so he gave me the opportunity to do it, and it was fun as hell. And can I just say that amongst the swing set group, you can tell it's all the theater kids and whatever because there's some fucking amazing singers. Uh, yeah. There's some fucking <laughs> yeah. talent. It was like there was a few of them that would get up there, and I was like. I was so excited when they would hand me their tickets yeah. and I saw what they were going to sing. I'm like, yes, yes so good. much yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because there was a little bit of jazz. There was a lot of musical theater. Mm-hmm. It was great. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I think my only disappointment from the first week, and I'm not going to say this was a disappointment because it was an opportunity and uh, we took it and ran with it, was we had hoped to have a full buy orgy. Yeah. Uh, of just a bunch of men playing yeah. up near the spa. In the end, it was me and the tall feller with the high heels yes. uh, from last podcast. Uh, he and I played uh, next to the spa. I know Angela and his partner watched. And I could tell there was a... L- funny, because there was a couple of the guys that were interested, but they were hiding way back. Right. And then all the other ones that I thought would have been interested didn't even show up. Yeah. So I think it was one of those they were trying to protect themselves, going back, to getting trying to get out of their heads. Next year, it's going to fucking happen. Well, I also think it was interesting that when when you and the other gentleman started playing, so the three beds that are directly next to the hot tub, it's a little bit darker. There's not lights directly over yeah. them. And then whereas the other seven are down kind of off to the side, and they are fairly well lit. 
And so you guys went to the darker, one of the darker three, you know, because that way people wanted to be a little more like in the shadows or whatever, not uh-huh. be so out there and open in front of everybody they could. But then I don't know if people just didn't see you guys up there. Everybody saw us. You had to walk past us to get in the hot tub. I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. No, everybody saw us. Uh, we picked that yeah. because it was darker, so you yeah. had a little more privacy. Yeah. But it was also right in the path. It where, was. You know, it was. Yeah. Right. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah. God, he's. But cute. as I was saying, mm. his partner and I were just sitting down in the hot tub, enjoying the show, watched, looking up at them. Yeah, just enjoying. Yeah. 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 Um, and then one last thing I want to talk about is the desired drop, mm. <clears throat> which everybody told us about that. I was like, I don't get it, but the you, desire drop. Yeah, so it's sort of that emotional drop when you realize that you're going to have to go back to the real world. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, and we saw a lot of people that would disappear for a few hours or maybe a night, and they would just like so everybody did because you're going, you know, from 10 a.m. till 2:30 to 3 a.m. every night. Yeah, mm. it's exhausting, mm. and so occasionally people would drop out for a night and they would go to bed early, and then that would be their sort of relax. <clears throat> But one of the things they talk about was, like last on the swing set at least, is Dylan had this moment where he was eating apple strudel one morning and he cuts into the apple strudel and then breaks into tears because he realizes that this apple strudel represents desire. I mean, it's funny. It's that desire moment. Uh, and I heard about it. I was like, oh, that's sure. That's great. And that won't happen to me. Which, I mean, everybody in this room and listening to the podcast knows how I'm the emotional mess. So, if it's going to happen to anybody, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the second to the last night, mm-hmm. uh, we were up at the hot tub, <clears throat> and we were getting ready to go down, and and we were I, there was discussion about going down and, and getting food, but uh, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I went to the to the urinal, and I'm literally peeing in the urinal, and suddenly it hits me. And I'm crying. Like, it wasn't like full sobbing, but there were tears running down my cheek. And I'm standing at the fucking urinal. <laughs> I know, right? And so I was like, all right, pull yourself together, Bradford. So I pulled myself together. And then I went and told Angela, I was like, hey, I'm okay. I'm just going to go back to the room for a minute. I'll see you in a bit. And she was like, okay. Are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally okay. Blood sugar's normal. Just going back to the room for a bit. And that was actually one, not at night. It was hot tub happy hour one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you came to the room and I told you what happened. You were like, all right, well, let's just sit down and let's chill for a few minutes. And we yeah. did. And I was fine. We just cuddled for like 30 minutes or so. But it is yeah. that moment where you're like, this, Damn. this world's surreal. Yeah. yeah. And this isn't the real world. And I'm going to have to go back to the real world. And I don't want to. Uh, and it's literally your body and emotions trying to fight the real world. Yeah, right. Mm. And yeah. for some people, that would happen while they were there. For some people, it's after they get home. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, that would really suck yeah. if you uh, yeah, get home and experience that because it's you wouldn't have that chance to um, so, live, live the last moment. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that last night or that take advantage of what you have left. And I will say that, that <coughs> to piggyback on that, an interesting point... And I think I saw it more the first week, but I also think it's probably because people were more able to be their authentic selves. But 
while people were generally happy and excited and upbeat and whatnot, there are times that people may have been a little bit down or been a little bit quiet or a little more serious, and that's okay. Pensive, and, yeah. Yeah, pensive. And, and if you had a problem or if you were having an emotional moment, there was this fucking huge support group around you, and people would come and rally around you and, and support you, whether they knew you before that week or not. Right. And it was just fascinating to see that group dynamic and, yeah. and how supportive people were. Sounds like just a great group of people. It was amazing. And it was that, you know, the people that would come up to you and if you if you were down, say, are you okay? Yeah. <coughs> are you okay? And if it's... Do you need a hug? Do you need a do you story? Need a hug? Do you, do you need want me to just sit with you? Yeah. And the number of times, like, your people are on vacation. Yeah. And they're willing just to sit with you in silence. Yeah. And then just, just be. Yeah. And... That to me is such an amazing thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, to take time out of their, their vacation, vacation, yeah, just to ensure that you're yeah you're okay yeah yeah it was it was amazing and I've again I've never experienced anything like that yeah uh, and it was something that's sort of surreal and I will say is a drug because like literally we left. And we were going to the second week at Pearl. And we were like, all right, 350 more days and we'll be back here. So, yeah, it was... Um, it sounds it sounds just too good to be true, really. Uh, it's a, it sounds like it's such a great event. It's Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, the whole time you're a bit sort of questioning whether what you're seeing is real. Uh-huh. Uh, but you're enjoying every moment of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to say a, a big statement here, which is both weeks were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like on a scale of one to ten, if you can go to either the swing set takeover or a takeover, any podcast takeover, but because there's the, several of them, there's several podcast here. takeovers. But the we got a thing and swinging down into takeover, <clears throat> both weeks were great. Mm. Uh, for me, I had a better experience the first week, but that's just that's I mean, who we are. That's who we are. Yeah, I think that if you listened to the three podcasts or the four podcasts. Uh, it's pretty easy to separate us into mm-hmm. likes and likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for us, the first week was, those, those were our people. That's who I feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. It is the, the band geeks and the, and the theater nerds and the science peoples. Yeah. Uh, that's who I, I connect with. Mm-hmm. So going back in the future, I would always pick, for me, Life on the Swing Set. Yeah. Take yeah. Over. yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah... It's it's surreal. It's yeah, and yeah, I cannot wait till incredible. I can't wait till next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is I hate to wish my life away, but I'm like I already put in my time <laughs> off today. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it is a wonderland. Yeah, and I, I really can't wait to it, to bring you oh, I, next yeah, year. That's great. Yeah, so well, that, I've I've been given the dates tonight. Yes. So uh, because so tomorrow I'm going to put it in. And, and I will say, it is one of those things that it's like pendulum party every single day, all yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. It felt like that. It yeah. felt like our pendulum parties. It felt like, like a place where you can sit and chat and we'll talk about anything. And then we're going to go and fuck the shit out of each other. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, but then we go get pizza. <laughs> yeah. Tacos. Like four of them. Like, and you would meet people for breakfast, and you would just have like a quick breakfast date. And it was, yeah. again, there was so many people. I wish that we had had an opportunity to connect with. Yeah. On a sexual level, we connected with so many people on a mental level. I will say that I will make that more of a priority next year because I think this year I was so overwhelmed with the 
the wonderful people and the conversations and the laughs and all of that, that play became secondary and it wasn't priority. But we're also really lucky in that we go to the Swingers Club a lot, so yeah. we get a lot of play. We get a lot of play. So for us, that it just wasn't the priority. To me, I wanted to make those connections. Um, but I think that next year, I would like to build upon some of that. I agree. But yeah. I, so, so, and if we take Slutterella here with us, <laughs> so question was a week long enough? Look, man, you could have said, I'll do it for a month, and I'd be like, I'll join that commune, I will live in that commune. Uh, I would say that a week is, um, I mean, it's definitely left you wanting more. I think 10 days would have been perfect. I would agree. 10 days was perfect. Because by the end of the second week, I was starting to get to be a little much by like the last couple of nights. But Uh, 10 days would be perfect. A week is good, though. A week is great. A week week is is great. Um, Especially Um, now knowing what we're going into. Because we didn't know at at the beginning. But I think now knowing what we're going into, it'll be be better. It was by the end of the second week... um, I was starting to get heartburn every night because of all the fucking alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I think... And all, late nights, early mornings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not yeah. good for your, your, your digestive uh-huh. system. Well, especially because um, you're eating the pizza and whatnot right before laying down yeah. and going to bed. And, you know, and you're drinking... I think I had a bottle and a half of red wine one night by myself. Which, that's my own fault. But seriously, who drinks water? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was with spacers. So... You know, that's bad. The, the, it starts to wear on you. Because yeah. you are always on. Yeah. And it's a genuine on. It's not like I'm putting myself on. But that's still exhausting. Yeah. So, um, hot tips for first timers next time around. Uh, I will say that one thing that we did made a very conscious effort to do that I think really, really helped us, and it's because we were warned by other people going into it, was we took time for ourselves. Yes. And so every day we would take... And it would be at different times. It wasn't always the same. But um, you know, maybe before dinner, we would take 30 minutes and just kind of sit down on the bed and hold each other, reconnect a bit. We would talk about this, that, or the other, but it was, or it might be later in the evening. But at some point, we would take some time in our room or walking yeah, along the beach really and just reconnect with each other. Yeah. And are we on the same page? Are we not? And just, but again, it's that not being around other people and just being able to kind of come down and just be us. Yeah. And, and I think that really kind of helped to sustain us over the two weeks. I agree. Was to do that. We did, we did that a lot. Yeah. And you know, a lot of the sex we had was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And part of that was the reconnection as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so, cause we had a lot of sex over two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it was with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, think that you, helps. You also said earlier um, to maybe start to play within the first one or two days. I would have, yeah, yeah. I would say Don't you be know, shy. and Don't every be shy. we've heard this on multiple podcasts, which is seven days is a long time, but not nearly long enough. Yeah, right. It's true. Um, and, and I think that's an important thing to to remember. Yeah. is that it goes by fast. Especially when there's daytime things that you want to do as well, yeah. and you also want to have your daytime orgies, and yeah, time I, I, fills up. I kind of liked the idea of um, you, you guys spending a couple of days in LA beforehand, yeah. yeah, getting over the jet lag, getting over the travel, uh, just the two of you. I think that's a good idea as well, so you can come in a bit more prepared. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was great. I think next year, what I'd prefer to do is spend a couple of those days getting used to it at Desire. Right. Before the swing set crew gets in, uh-huh. to sort of like 
All right. This because is, there are other... Acclimate yourself yeah. to yeah. the... Um, to the world. To the resort. Yeah, to, yeah, to and the, your are, location. I was going to say, there are other people there, of course, at that time. But at the same time, if, if our focus is on each other, not necessarily, you know, other yeah. people, then I think that that's just, yeah, yeah it'll be good. So, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, all in all, it was best vacation I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, it was bloody fucking so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was enough that we were booking for it before we left it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think that says something. So, yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just... No. So I will Bring on next year. I will end it with uh, with a quote that I know was said to us the first week, which is, "The night is young and the week is yes." <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, yeah, I think that uh, we should uh, take this back to the bedroom and uh, do mm-hmm. some very naughty things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So find the gentleman uh, on Twitter at the underscore gentleman seventy nine. Uh, find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at By the By Podcast. Well, our website www.bythebye.com.au. Uh, leave us a uh, leave us a um, a review. That'd be nice because we like to see nice yeah. things uh, from people. Uh, help us out. You can go to uh, Patreon and become a patron of ours, a supporter of ours. patreoncom slash podcast. Uh, buy some geeky sex toys. We gave away geeky sex toys uh, at uh, Desire, yeah. which was kind of amazing. At our live podcast, we gave away a uh, light sword dildo, which was kind of epic. Nice. And the couple that won it could not, I it, could not have picked a better couple no. because they came, he dressed as C3PO, and I have never seen a human being walk like C3PO yeah. other than C3PO. That is perfect. Yeah. And she was Yoda, he was C3PO. It was great. Yeah. It was absolutely fucking amazing. And and they won the, the lightsaber dildo. Awesome. So pretty stoked for that. Uh, but go to www.geekysextoys.com slash by the by. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. It helps you out. It helps us out. And they do ship worldwide. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much to the gentleman for, you know. You're welcome. All these questions, yeah. comments, and sexy remarks. And uh, we'll see everybody out in podcast land later. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Emily, co-host of the Multiamory Podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love, everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.